All right, check, check, one, two, one, two. I don't know if we're going to keep that intro because it sounds kind of corny, even though I said I can still hear it be kind of corny on feedback. But, all right, everyone, welcome to the Bittersweet Taste Podcast. Um, my name is Nick. I'm not sure if you guys listening know me personally. Um, if you do, thank you for extending your interest in me into a podcast I'm creating. I really appreciate that. And if you don't know me personally, um, don't know how you found it, but I appreciate you looking for it, and I appreciate you being here. Um, just a little background. Um, this podcast will be really me talking mostly about music. It's one of the only things I talk about, <laughs> um, and I love talking about it. It's, again, it's basically the only thing I talk about at this point, and I love listening in every week to see what's new. Um, yeah, and just to see what's new in the music world. Um, so I'm going to be talking about albums, songs. Um, I'm going to be putting lists together because everyone loves lists. Everyone likes debates. I'll talk about news related to music, um, album drop dates, um, artist news, things like that. Um, just some background on the actual podcast itself. Um, my plan is to release maybe two podcasts a week. One being centered around new releases every that come out every Friday, and then another one just kind of um, just talk about what's going on in the music world. Um, I might in the future, depending on how good I am at keeping this schedule, I might continue um, and add another day during the week to just talk about whatever. Um, but we'll see. All right, so today for the first episode, I thought it would be interesting for me to do a top 10 albums so far this year, 2020. I wanted to do this list um, for a little bit. I was thinking about doing it. Um, what I usually do is, if you follow me on Twitter, I usually kind of clog up your feeds with a bunch of music stuff you don't want to listen about or you don't want to see. So I figured instead of doing that, I can just um, utilize the first episode of this podcast to do that. Um, before I break into that, just for anyone who is interested on more of the, the logistics of this podcast, I am using um, a Snowball Ice Blue microphone. Um, I just got it from Target. It's really nice. It's black. Um, it's really good. I, from what I, I did a little test before this, it sounds really good. Um, again, if it doesn't sound good to you guys, hopefully um, you guys can I can figure out a way for you guys to let me know and we can fix any issues accordingly. And the platform that I'm recording on, it's an app called Anchor um, for iOS. I'm currently recording on my iPad. I have, the mic- I have the microphone plugged directly into the iPad. And it's really awesome. The interface is really great. Um, I will be distributing it through Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. And then I believe I will be putting this on YouTube myself after the fact. So wherever you're listening, um, just let me know. And hopefully we can focus more on those outlets in the future. Alright, so moving into these albums, what I did before this was assemble a pretty sizable list of all the albums that I took a lot of interest in so far this year. Um, I went up until uh, about this past weekend, so today's the 26th, so I believe all the albums that came out through, I can't do simple math, through the 19th. So the 19th was the last day of albums that I'm taking into consideration. Um, as the list goes on, um, it's basically going to go in at the beginning, it's going to go in uh, 
order of release date starting in January moving down to this past weekend. And a little uh, side note is that the albums moving later, especially when we get into June, um, these albums that I have listed, I have these essentially as, I have the ones noted, the June releases, as ones that I really liked, but I'm not necessarily sure how they'll hold up like by the end of the year um, for like my entire year-end list of my favorite albums. But regardless, I still like them off the first few listens, so I feel like they're deserving of being on these lists. And I have a pretty sizable list of the notable albums, and I also have, um, in a second se segment, a list of albums that I didn't necessarily think, that I don't necessarily think belong in my favorite, but I still want to talk about them for one reason or another, so we'll get to that afterwards. So if you don't hear your album, um, please don't get mad. Um, <laughs> kind of goes into the name of the podcast, The Bittersweet Taste, is that I think I have a weird taste in music because I think that I like really good songs and I think I also like really bad songs. So <laughs> my taste is realistically all over the place. But hopefully these lists, I, th I would think that these lists are made up of really good albums that I think a lot of people like no matter what. One interesting thing about this album list as I was assembling it is that um, if you were to ask me to make a list a few years ago, of these albums that I liked, I'm sure it would be like 80 to 90% rap albums, like hip hop rap albums. However, and I'm very vocal about this now, looking at this list, it is almost primarily R&B albums. I have like, I've switched my interest into R&B. I don't know what it is, maybe it's just because I'm doing, I'm just like not in like the, I'm in like a calmer mood or I'm more in like just like a relaxing mood for the most part these last few months. But it's, this list is very primarily R&B. So if you like R&B, hopefully you agree with me. If you don't, um, sorry, but... <laughs> and if you're not sure if you like R&B, hopefully I can put you guys on to some interesting albums here. So to start off, um, we have Modus Vivendi by 070 Shake. Um, that's a Kanye protege. Um, one thing I'll talk about a lot in this podcast is Kanye. If you know me, that is <laughs> about 10% <laughs> of anything I say all the time is Kanye West, which doesn't seem like a lot until you realize how much I talk, and you're like, all right, God. That's a lot of Kanye. Um, yeah, so Modus Vivendi, really, really, really awesome. Um, I'll, I guess I would call it alternative R&B album. I don't know, it's a little weird, but it's really good. Um, Manic by Halsey, um, a little pop album for you. I'm really kind of getting back into my pop interests. I, when I started listening to music, when I, was a, when I was a lot younger, I was really into pop music. So I'm kind of dipping my toes back into the pop sphere. Not like the generic pop, but a little bit here and there just to keep my interest more wide. Um, we have Unlocked by Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry's one of my favorite rappers out right now. Um, I don't think he can do any wrong whatsoever. Taboo is one of my favorite albums of all time. And um, his past album that he released last summer is also incredible. Um, this album was made in partnership with Kenny Beats, a producer who I like a lot. And it's like a really weird like concept album where they go into like each song has a different theme, um, completely different sound. It's really good. It's really inventive. If you're into like very, um, I'll say experiment. It's not the experimental rap I would say, but it's very different from like just the normal trap that you can hear on the radio and anything like that. So check that out if you're really into something new, a new kind of rap. Um, Janae goes Chalumbo. I loved a lot. Um, Janae is 
one of my favorite artists ever. Um, easily one of my top three R&B artists ever. Um, again, I don't think she can do any wrong. All she does is make good music and then just minds her own business, which I think everyone can appreciate as in terms of artistry goes. Um, she really only appears when she wants you, when she wants to give you a good piece of work. Um, and I think Chalumbo is an amazing, amazing R&B album. I would recommend it to anyone who, I know it might sound weird, but I would recommend it to anybody who is really just in the mood to just relax, um, no matter what setting you're in. Um, my friends who partake in some, I'll say, um, recreational sub substances, um, say they really love listening to this song when they partake in those activities. So I'm not sure if that really sets the stage for what kind of setting you would like to listen to this album in, but that is a recommendation for that. Another album that I really loved, it's more of an EP, less of an album, um, but it's Before the Night is Over by Anonymous. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's spelled like Anonymous, except the S at the end is a Z. Um, it was recommended to me by a music Twitter, well, not recommended straight to me, but it was off a recommendation off of a Twitter user. I'm not sure if you're into Twitter, the Twitter music um, sphere, Shrek knows rap. <laughs> It sounds weird to anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, which I'm not sure who would, but it's like a parody account, but he recommends like a lot of music, a lot of like more underground artists. He was really into rap, obviously, as his name states, um, but he recommended the project, and I was like, oh, let me just check it out. It has a cool, cool album artwork. So I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. Let's see what happens. It's only six songs, and it was amazing. I went back, and I've never heard the artist before, before this, and I listened to it. Um... I listened to this album and then I immediately went back to his uh, his album before this and listened to that. I love that as well. That came out a few years, so I'm not going to talk too much about it here. But if you're into some just really good um, hip hop, it's incredible. So check out for that. Um, after this is After Hours by The Weeknd. Um, I'm just going to spoil it this list ahead of time. Um, this is my, <laughs> this is, I don't want to say far and away my favorite album so far this year. Um, but it is definitely my favorite album so far this year. It, The Weeknd makes really weird music to me. I shouldn't say weird, but his, he's really dark, really dark. I, if somehow you've, you've been living under a rock for the past, however many, however many years he's been in like the mainstream, um, he makes very dark or his niche is very dark. Um, R&B, I guess soul, not really soul, but I'll, I'll stick to R&B. Um, R&B pop, and it sounds amazing. This album, it's just him, the core album. I'm not talking about the weird ass deluxe that he released. Um, it's just him, just him, just his vocals throughout the entire album. I forget how many songs it is. It might be close to like 40, 40 minutes an hour. Um, it's just him. And some of my friends I've talked to say that it sounds just like his other albums. Um, if you're familiar with his other albums, but somehow not familiar with this. Um, I guess you could make that case, you can make that argument, but I think this really, um, this album from the weekend really goes back and dips back into what made him popular in the first place with his um, trilogy mixtape or collection of mixtapes, whatever you want to call it, um, where it's really, it's, this, this album's really dark, it, dark in terms of tone, not necessarily in terms of message, but um, yeah, that is, again, I'm going to spoil it a little bit, and I kind of typed it in already, but this is my favorite album so far this year, and it will probably not be beaten. It would take 
a really, 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 really good album to beat it. And if it's going to, if it's going to be beat by anything, it's going to be probably a rap album by like one of the big, by one of the big ones that big artists that come out, aka Kendrick or Drake. I doubt Drake will be up there, but we'll see. But if Kendrick drops something, um, like everyone has been saying he is, and is about to, then we'll see. But for right now. I'm safely putting the weekends after hours as my number one um i'm gonna wait to rank the others until i go through the entire list but for now i'm just setting the stage so okay after that we have future nostalgia by dua lipa um a uk pop artist who i've kind of had my eye on for a little bit um can't i forget the, the her first the name of her first album but i was there were like a few songs off it that i liked and I like her sound. I like what she does with pop music. It's very interesting, um, very fun to listen to. And I was just waiting for her to release another album that I actually liked mm-hmm. in full. And this was this for this was that for me. Um, Future Nostalgia has a really, um, I'd say, seventies, eighties kind of vibe to the music, to the pop. Um, it's very fun to listen to. You can listen to it in basically any setting that al- <laughs> that I'll say allows pop music. But I think generally every person can like at least one song off this off this album. So go check that out if you're looking for more pop music to listen to. Um, next album is Kiki by Kiana Lede. Um, Kiki spelled K-I-K-I. A new R&B artist to me. Um, relatively new this past year, or past few months, even into like the end of 2019. I think she was releasing singles that I was interested in from this album. But this is right up there with the best R&B albums I've heard so far this year. I think there was like maybe a, a skit on it or like one song that I didn't like too much, but other than that, it was just like some of the best R&B I've ever heard. Um, so if I'm really, you'll see as the list goes on that my interest, I love female R&B. I also, obviously, I also love male R&B, but female R&B is like my really, it's like my hit, my big um, interest right now. So that's what a lot of these are pulling from. But this album is up there with the best of them so far this year and probably in the last couple of years, I would say, in the music that I've listened to. And again, um, a little disclaimer here in the middle, as you come in the middle, these, <laughs> this, I like to um, kind of frame these opinion, my opinion, like it's just a straight up, like, <laughs> like it's a straight up fact. Obviously music, you, it's all subjective. So none of this is facts. And I said to say that these are my favorite albums that I've heard. Of course, there are probably ones that other people would say are better that I haven't heard or even that I have heard. And again, I just want to reiterate that this is very much my opinion and it's very much contingent on what I'm feeling at any point. So again, like I said at the very beginning, I'm really feeling R&B right now. So it's, there's going to be an R, a lot of R, R&B on this list. Okay, moving on to off of one of my favorite female R&B projects this um, this year. We're moving into one of my favorite male R&B projects this year, which is Amuse and Her Feelings by Division. Um, if you don't know, it's probably easier to the artist, uh, to spell the artist's name, D-V-S-N, Division. Um, it's uh, an OVO artist. Um, if you're not familiar with what that means, it just means that they are signed to Drake, the artist, to, to his label. Um, so use that information for what you will, but that album is uh, 
would be called a concept album. It has three different parts. I forget what the parts are off the top of my head, but it essentially tells like a little story of the rise and the fall of a relationship. And I think it's really good, um, like slow R&B. It's not a lot of pop in it. There's a little bit of um, dance hall in the middle for some reason, which is not unwelcomed, but definitely interesting to say the least in an R&B record, but it sounds good. They make it work. Um, and yeah, if you're looking for like a concept R&B album, this is the one to go for, I would say. Moving on from there, kind of a weird genreless category. I guess you can put in pop or alt pop or um, I'm not sure, but it's called Sawayama by Rina Sawayama. Um, Sawayama spelled S-A-W-A-Y-A-M-A. Um, I had no idea who this artist was prior to um, someone who I'll reference a lot being um, The Needle Drop or Anthony Fantano. Um, if you're into music, into music, um, like reviewing the music culture, um, he's a really big YouTuber who all he does is just review music. So every once in a while, well, I should say every once in a while, every day he releases reviews for different albums of all different genres that he likes, and he really liked this album. And I do take his opinion into account sometimes. We tend to disagree on a lot of things in terms of opinion on music. But when he really holds an album into high regard like he did this one, I check it out just in case. And I was not disappointed whatsoever by this album. It is weird. It is... The first song is an intro. It's really weird. The second song is really pop, but good. And then the third song, it goes... It starts with this really heavy, like rock metal like intro and i'm like oh i made sure i didn't skip to a different album because it is just weird but it is that's kind of the concept it kind of pulls from different genres puts on again into a really 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 awesome and still cohesive project um which again i guess i would put into the pop category but i wouldn't it's not radio pop or like bubblegum pop or like you know just your run-of-the-mill pop that you hear on the radio um it's good pop <laughs> to say the least but, um, yeah, go check that out if you want something different to listen to. That If you're kind of tired of listening to, like, top 40s in terms of, you know, just pop or R&B or hip-hop or anything you hear just, like, out in the blue, I'll listen to this album. It's a really good, uh, it's a really nice breath of fresh air. Um, next album I have on here is It Was Divine by Alina Baraz. And, um, oh, gosh, I'm going to end up repeating myself for a lot of these albums. Uh, <laughs> but Alina Baraz, another female R&B artist that I wasn't too known, um, I wasn't too privy to before this year, and then she released, she released, I believe it's her, this is her second, it might be her third, I want to say it's her second album, and it is really good, um, again, just R&B, female R&B, a lot of it tends to sound the same, but that's my, like I said before, that's really my interest right now, so, um, I'll, it's really good, it's really solid, aren't, there weren't any songs that really stuck out to me as, bad or that i just skipped right away um again it kind of ends up being like a, a skit or something that i end up skipping but other than that really solid project um moving on for that another female r&b um um it was good until it wasn't by kalani i love kalani especially as she's kind of i've liked kalani in her like little pop area that she was <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> sounds so condescending a little pop area but in her her album before this was probably a little poppier for my for my taste um 
in terms of like R&B subgenres. But I love this project. Um, she's really she really leaned into like into the R&B, into the soul, into her vocals, um, into like the actual musicality of her music, um, not just like the message that she likes to promote, um, which is amazing and was really evident in her last album. But in this album, it wasn't exactly the same message, and it was a little bit more grown up in this one. And I really appreciate that change. Um, and again, like it was, there were no songs on it that I disliked. Again, I think there was just a skit. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of skits on albums in general, but um, in terms of listenability. But again, this album is up there with some of the best R&B albums, and again, total albums I've heard so far this year. Um, and I think it'll hold its own throughout the entire year. I always find myself going back to like like four songs just as soon as I jump in the car start listening to music there are like four songs in there that I just kind of jump to right away still um it came out I believe in like March or early April so you know it's holding its own so far um next album we're switching up we're kind of leaning away from R&B kind of definitely we're going into um Heaven or Hell by Don Tolliver Don Tolliver who anybody who doesn't know is I guess you would consider him um well, I guess technically is he's signed to um, Travis Scott's record label, um, and he sounds like <laughs> if you're interested, this just know what he sounds like. This he sounds like he sounds like Travis Scott, kind of in terms of the way he uses his voice. It's a it's a lot of auto tune. It's a lot of um, I don't know. It's a lot of like vocal inflections. Not not like young thug level vocal inflections but travis scott would be the closest obviously as he's signed to his label um it's a really good trap project um i've been kind of steering away from trap music a little bit just because i feel like at this point a lot of it sounds the same not necessarily that sounds bad or good it just all kind of sounds the same so um for example like i left futures album off here because lord knows i do not need to listen to any more future music for a while because i swear to god <laughs> i've been listening to future my entire <laughs> teenage to young adult life and I need a break from that guy but and the music that he kind of helped father yeah heaven or hell heaven or hell by Don Tolliver really great music really great I'll say turn up music really great car music um really great party music um yeah so if you're in the mood for kind of more exciting more upbeat music go check that out especially if you're a fan of Travis Scott you won't be disappointed um, another album that was recommended by that same um, Twitter account that I talked about previously is called Angelic Hoodrat by Kenny Mason. Um, this album, again, I have never heard of this artist before. I saw it on Twitter, and um, I just checked it out, and it was good. It's really, it's a really good, like, um, it's really dark rap music. It's really dark rap music, um, but the beat's are really good. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking for him in the future. I'm not sure if you would... Con I guess you would consider him underground still somewhat. Um, at least underground to me, but I guess it doesn't take too much. But again, really good in, if we're going to ride with the underground. Um, Hip-hop, rap record, um, really good beats, really good message. And then again, I love darker tones in albums like this. And this kind of scratched that edge for me. So, um, yeah, if you're into that kind of like... It's a little bit slower. It's not like really like turn up music for the most part. It's not trap. Um, but if you're in the mood for like really good 
um, hip hop from someone you've never heard before, check out Angelica Rap by Kenny Mason. Um, next album, um, could get some slack for this one. I feel like this is going to be a polarizing pick is Slime and B by Chris Brown and Young Thug. Um, in terms, this is a weird pick. Um, and as I'm looking at it again, it probably will not end up on the top 10 for one reason. And it's that, um, every song on the album, while it was good and obviously very listenable, I love Chris Brown. I love, I should say, I love Chris Brown's music. And, um, I will take Young Thug. I respect what he does. I respect his talent. I'm not the biggest Young Thug fan in the world, but he, I liked him a lot on this album. That being said, a lot of songs kind of followed the same um, basic formula where Chris sang a lot, rapped a little bit, and then Young Thug did Young Thug things with his voice, and that was the song, <laughs> very simply put. But um, overall, I'm a big Chris Brown music fan, so this was a easy pick for me to put on here. Um, and again, it won't necessarily be in the top 10, but it's definitely up there. Um... Last three, we have Run the Jewels 4 by Run the Jewels. Um, Run the Jewels, I've kind of been privy to over the last couple months. I've listened to their backlog. Um, and they're, it's an interesting rap group for me, or rap duo for me. Um, because as I've kind of listened to all their music in bulk, all their, their message is incredible. And the flow is incredible. Um, gosh, the... The actual, the, their names are, are slipping from my mind right now. But their delivery is incredible. Um, the beats are incredible. They're really good at matching um, like a message, a tone, a delivery to an instrumental on the track, which is a skill on its own, and they do it really well. Um, one thing I will say is that they tend to follow like a similar, like, RTJ has her own, definitely has her own sound, and they are killing that sound. Um, so if you like the sound, you'll love it. Um, if you've heard of them before, you'll like this album. It's really great, and it's really pertinent for um, the times we're living in with the whole Black Lives Matter movement um, and all the police brutality. There's a lot of songs on there that touch on that kind of subjectivity, especially considering it's been going on for a while. Um, and if you're into music that really speaks on um, just what's going on in the world, especially with injustices for African Americans, and this is a really good album. It's not preachy, which... Um, I think an album later that I'll talk about is very preachy, but this is, it's very good. It plays a really nice balance. Um, going back to R&B is Ungodly Hour by Cluey and Halley. Haley? Halley. Not sure. Um, it's spelled weird. But um, these two girls are signed to Beyonce's label. Um, I, I believe this is their first album. I believe this is their first album i've heard music from them before i've kind of been on the fence um their vocals are incredible like absolutely incredible in terms of um just like just really good sounding r&b voices really pretty voices um really technically capable voices um they're spectacular the songwriting is very good on this album um for an r&b album it's more <laughs> My some of my friends like to laugh at me for saying Neo Soul, but I mean, if you like Beyonce music but a little bit more R and B ish, then these two are right up your alley. Um, go check them out. They're a completely new artist. Um, again, this is their first album, so I'm definitely gonna be looking out for um their next few projects. And then the last album on these I'm gonna be putting up for um my top ten is 
called literally the album um by tiana taylor um this one i will talk more about in a separate podcast in a separate episode because it just came out this past or two fridays ago um and i still want to talk about a little bit more um but it's the only knock that i have for the entire album is that it is so damn long oh my god it's so long it's like an hour and 15 minutes (laughs) and i do not like long albums because i feel like they're insanely hard to do well same thing with really long albums and really short albums um they follow the same like you have to nail it for it to be really good and i think she nailed it um the last thing i heard from tiana taylor was um her speaking of very short albums was her really short album that she did with kanye west as part of his little um seven pack albums i think hers was eight for some reason but her his little um in 2018 when he released his um when he released his i believe five five six albums that he all produced in a short period of time with over like a month and a half um she was part of that little um rollout and that was the last thing i heard from her and i I liked the album it wasn't amazing um the kanye production was good but it was weird it didn't really seem like (laughs) it's kanye producing r&b records is weird um to say the least but this was all her it was all put together by her there were some really amazing creatures on there um erica badu um big sean was on there he was all right as big sean is he's just kind of there (laughs) um kalani was on there really spectacular part and some others i'm forgetting um but really really good album if you are able to pick through it um there's some really spectacular songs in there the intro um is a skit um if you're into skits listen to it you don't need to if you if you're not into skits um but the second real song the second third real song are really fantastic and it really sets the tone um it's a really weird concept type album but um yeah, if you're really into R&B and you're into and you have time to listen to it, if you're just sitting there at work or if you're just sitting in your house in quarantine and you have nothing else to do but listen to music, listen to the album. It's really fantastic. Go for it. Okay, and that was all the albums I'm going to be considering for my top ten. So what I'm going to be doing is I have my list up here. I'm going to be probably starting. I'm going to go do it in kind of two phases. So obviously I have After Hours to Start um, as my favorite so far this year. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of quickly just kind of shuffle through them. Um, and I'll kind of talk about why I'm putting them where. And I'm going to go through and then compare it for the second phase and just make sure that all kind of makes sense. I'm happy with it. So I'm going to probably, I'm not sure which way is probably the best way to go about doing this, but I guess I should start from the bottom. Mm, I lied. I'm going to start from two. <laughs> if you're wondering, you probably shouldn't be wondering, but I'm definitely not using a script for this. Whatsoever. The only thing I have prepared is these albums. That's it. So I'm really just freestyling here. And um, obviously, if this gets too long-winded, I'm just going to cut the shit out and skip to the list. But we'll see how it goes. So, okay. So After Hours is number one. My initial reaction is to go with, um, is to probably actually go with either Kiki by Keanu Lede or 
Soyama, Barbina Soyama. I'm probably gonna stick with Kiki because I think of all the other of all the albums I have in here, I think I liked every single song. And it was relatively there were a lot of songs in there. I think I liked every single song on there a lot more than I did probably um a comparable comparable amount of songs on any of the other albums. So I think for now I'm putting Kiki on there for number two. Um third, we're probably gonna go Keeping Soyama. Soyama is a weird one because I'm not sure. It's hard to compare it to other to these other albums because it kind of again, like I said, doesn't really fit into any genre easily. So it's hard to compare, like you know, comparing it to Kiki or comparing it to After Hours, comparing it to um, Run the Jewels. It's kind of hard. So it's just kind of be. It's gonna be a weird pocket pick. I might just throw it in somewhere. I might just fill up nine spots and then just kind of fill in. Um, fill in the blanks afterwards after the fact okay so we have one or two i'm thinking honestly unlocked by denzel curry because that's another one even though it was really short i really loved the concept of what it represented a little note about that album that i left out when i was talking about it originally was that i believe if i'm remember correctly the entire thing was made in 24 hours like from start to finish like um Denzel Curry and um, and Kenny Beats just locked themselves in their studio for 24 hours and just made an entire album. I'm going to check and make sure I don't get this number of tracks wrong. I believe it was nine tracks, but I'm probably wrong on that. Yeah, so there were, oh yeah, okay, eight tracks. That was close. So they made eight tracks in 24 hours, which, I mean, if you're impressed by that sort of thing, I was impressed. It, anyone can make an album in 24 hours. Anyone speaking figuratively can make an album in 24 hours. But this came out perfectly. It's like they've been doing this for for months, for years. Um, so I think I'm going to put Unlocked there. Off rip, I might switch Kiki and Unlocked around at some point. But for now, it's fine where it is. Okay. Okay, moving on to 4. I'm going to put It Was Good Until It Wasn't. I know... It was good until it wasn't. Is definitely a top five for me, so I want to make sure it's in there. Um, again, I love Kalani, and it, it again. I think that the project for me personally has a lot of longevity in, involved in it, so I think that alone will carry it to. If I, again, I can shift these all around at some point, but looking at it now, I'm pretty happy with the with these first four. And then for five, mm, I'm hesitant to put, I'm hesitant to put, I really love the album by Tiana Taylor. I really love that album a lot, a lot. I'm hesitant to put it any more, I'm hesitant to put it in my top five or even top six or seven because it's so new. I might just be riding on the high of it. But for now, I might just ignore it. I think five, I'm going to put Soyama. I think that is... A good place to put it again because I loved how different it was from all this from all the other music I've heard so far this year, even in the past years. So definitely, it's deserving of a top five for me based on that alone, and also because it is fantastic. Some of some of my favorite songs so far this year, which um, I'll do another podcast on eventually. A lot of my favorite songs, period, are off this, and that kind of carries it so far. So I might switch five and four. 
at some point. But I think Soyama at five is a good place to put it for now. All right. Let's see, that's my first five. So again, just refresh my first five. Um, after hours, Kiki unlocked. Um, it was good until it wasn't, and then Soyama Earth on my one through five. And then again, when I'm done here, I'll go through it again, um, top to bottom, and then go through the albums and their artists again. Okay, so following that, I'm between Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa and Before the Night is Over by Anonymous. I'm most likely gonna go, I'm gonna go with Before the Night is Over before Future Nostalgia, mostly again, because I, the way I like to think about albums is in terms of how good songs are, like the amount of good songs per the amount of total songs are. So Before the Night is Over is an EP, so it's really short in terms of song, um, the amount of songs, but they're all incredible. <laughs> so that lends itself more towards something like Future Nostalgia, which has a lot of good songs on it, but has, again, more songs on it. Um, and again, I'm more, I'm more tempted to start, start listening to music with something off of Before the Night is Over, over Future Nostalgia, even though they're both probably, in terms of the songs I like off them, the quality is about the same. Um, I would still probably jump at After Hours first, or Before the Night is Over first, excuse me. Okay, so we have Before the Night is Over at 6, and then followed by Future Nostalgia at 7. Okay, so now we're on the last three, which shouldn't be too terrible. So of the ones that we didn't have, I'm probably gonna pick four, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna pick four and then so I can cut one out easily. Okay. So, for I'm thinking Amusing Your Feelings, um, Angelic Hood Rat, Chalumbo, and then honestly, yeah, I have to put the album in there. So, those four. So, we have the album Angelic Hood Rat, Chalumbo, and then Amusing Your Feelings. So those four, we have one, two, three R&B. I'm probably just for the sake of it, I probably wanna just kick one of those R&B ones out because other three of them, it's pretty easy to see which, or to compare to three and see which one I like the least. Of those, it would probably, it would probably be Amusing Your Feelings, barely. And that's a very heavy genetic of bias <laughs> like a super 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 heavy genetic bias um but because of that i think i'm gonna put i think at this point i believe that i like both chalumbo and um the album more than angelica rat and then for the sake of it being so new i'm going to just play it safe and put the album at number nine yeah my Count uh, Taylor at nine, and then um, eight. We're rolling with Chalumbo, and then that would put Angelic Hoodrat at ten. Okay, so I'm gonna go start at ten. Um, this is the nice little 
place to kind of bookmark. So starting at 10, we have Angela Kudrat by um, Kenny Mason, then the album by Tiana Taylor at 9. At 8, we have Chalumbo by Janae Aiko. At 7, we have Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Um, at 6, we have Before the Night is Over by Anonymous. 5, we have Soyama by Rina Soyama. 4, it was Good Until It Wasn't by um, Kalani. 3, we have Unlocked by Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. 2, we have Kiki by Keanu Lede. And then at 1, we have After Hours by by the king the weekend all right reading that back i am pretty confident in that list again the, the funny and slash irritating thing about music in terms of lists is that i can wake up tomorrow and this list will could switch around completely except leaving out after hours because after hours is staying at number one um i could switch around completely except Doing this on the fly and think of it as I am, I'm pretty confident in their um, in their order, considering how I feel about them at the moment. Um, so yeah, again, um, rewind that back if you want to hear that over again, and then again rewind back the whole list, the in list in its entirety. Um, but I think, in terms of me personally, um, in terms of what I think makes really good music, especially within their own genres, I think this is a really good list of albums if you're looking for new music. I mean, if you're looking for old music to go back to, or I guess it's not that old, but looking for older music to look back to, to look back on and to experience again, this is what I would consider my favorite, my 10 favorite albums so far in 2020. Um, yeah, I'm pretty confident in that. Okay, so again, I promised that I would not leave some other notable albums out because there were a lot of notable albums that came out this year so far that I did not touch on that I feel like I'm just going to quickly go through these um, and just kind of give my two cents if not that it's necessarily worth that much but give my two cents on each little project and why I didn't think it belonged in my notable albums um, for one reason or another these albums aren't necessarily bad um, they're not even necessarily great um, and they could be great, but for one reason or another, I just decided to leave them out. Um, so going through them relatively quickly, um, the first one I have listened is 31520 by Charles Gambino. And the weird thing about this album is that the whole thing about this album is weird, right? All white album cover, no names on any of the tracks. He released it at like 3 a.m. on like a Sunday morning or some weird, something weird like that. It's something crazy. But I remember I downloaded it, I listened to it once in my bed, I went to work, and I never listened to it again, ever. Not a single song. Not a single, I, I still have yet to, <laughs> to listen to it a second time. I owe it a second listen, obviously, it came out months ago. But for some reason, I don't know what it is, but, and I liked it, it was fine, like it was fine. Um, it's not rappy Gambino, it's like vibes Gambino, which is fine it's good but it, at the same time it's like i'm not rushing back to it and i never found myself looking to like running to go back and listen to it a second time which is weird for gambino because i like him a lot as an artist i respect him a lot as, as an artist i think he's insanely talented he's one of the most talented people in the music industry in terms of the entertainment industry period but yeah um 31520 check it out if you've never 
um, heard of it. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I need to, I guess I need to check it out again myself. Give it a second chance. Um, moving on, we have Pray for Paris by Westside Gun. Ooh, excuse me. Oh my lord. Some water on there. Yeah, so Pray for Paris by Westside Gun. Um, so this album is insanely lyrical miracle rap music. It is like the definition of like this is a rapper's rap album. It's just like bar for bar for bar, 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 bar. It will bar you down easily, which I have a lot of, res which I like listening to sometimes, but not even close to all the time. I, I don't think I ever run, I don't think I ever go straight to a rappy rap album in the car or like when I'm just sitting there listening. But if I'm listening for something very interesting, um, something very technically advanced in terms of rap, this is the one I go to. Um, again, Pray for Paris by Westside Gun. If you can get behind the the random ad libs, or I shouldn't say random because they're 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 pretty funny ad libs, but um, Westside just doing this weird like boom 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 boom. Um, if you think that sounds weird, you should listen to him do it. It's funny. Um, these weird ad libs that he does, but <laughs> every time it's so weird because he's he's like rapping his ass off, and then all of a sudden he just puts those that like little ad-lib track in there and it just kind of like takes me out of like the environment of what he's trying to set up it's just hilarious but check it out if you're really into like rap your rap albums um it's really good it's really solid um next i have another ep um it's called to feel alive by caliucci's i love caliucci's i love basically everything she does isolation which came out in 2017 or 2018 one of those two years um is incredible absolutely incredible um listen to that album if you haven't before but this ep is it was four songs it was recorded in her room from what i remember her tweeting out it's recorded in her room with her own equipment she just kind of threw it out there she hasn't she has a full album waiting but with covid going on right now um people aren't releasing full albums because they can't perform them so she's kind of holding on to that so instead she gave us a little four this little four song like teaser um, three of the songs are really good. One of them is incredibly good, and the, the fourth is not good, but like not good at all. But of the three songs that I like, I like them a lot. <laughs> so if you're if you know who Caliucci's is, um, or if you just like really like, um, I'll say like steamy R and B, like sexy R and B, listen to it. Um, again, it's like, it's literally four songs. It's not a long listen. Um, you can get in, get out really easily. You can listen to it on a car drive to the supermarket. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Next, I have Dark Lanes or Dark Lane Devil Tapes by Drake. And, um, all I really had planned to say on this was that it's a Drake album and it's Drake Lucy's. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a Drake album in 2020. Like it, it's it's Drake. It there's nothing in there's nothing too interesting about it. It's a Drake album. It's not bad. And again, it's Lucy's. It's like loose tracks that he just kind of compiled, I guess. And it's fine, but at the same time, it's like I, I don't I don't need to listen to this. There's like there are like two songs on there that I like a lot. Um, D4L I like a lot, which these are the really cool sample that I like, and then um. Oh god, the one, the one. Let's look at the third track. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, there are there are, there are some good, there's some really good songs on there, but it's just Drake, man. Like you hear Drake every damn day. 
it's like I don't I'm I, I I'm okay with not hearing Drake as much as I am with hearing him. So with that, it's just kind of there. If you like Drake, listen to it. If you don't like Drake, you're not missing on anything. If you you're not missing on anything if you don't listen to this. But check it out if you like him. Um, I have next up I have Chromatica by Lady Gaga, and um, and I'll kind of talk. I kind of like touch. I'll touch on this. I'm sure in the future a lot. But I love Lady Gaga so much. I love, or I should say, I love Lady Gaga when she first came out. Like the fame, um, the fame monster, um, art pop, all that. I got into music with Lady Gaga of all people. Like really into music with Lady Gaga of all people. Um, so I hold her to a really high regard. This album is kind of her going back to kind of what made her famous in the first place, while improving on it in a lot of ways, making it different in a lot of ways. Um, there's some really incredible songs on here. Um, it's really it's really dance heavy, like really dance heavy. So if you don't like dance music, do not <laughs> just stay away from this album because you will not like it at all. But if you're into dance music, if you're into just like you know dance poppy music, um, this is fantastic. Um, and again, one of the reasons why I don't, or the big reason why I didn't put it in my notable albums is because it was really, it was it's split into like three, three sections, which is weird for me as a listener because usually when you do that, or maybe Taboo ruined this for me because Taboo is split into three parts, but they each have a purpose, and they're each made in a way that like leads into the next one or has like a specific purpose in terms of the concept of the album. And I don't know if I just listened to this Lady Gaga album wrong, but, like, there's no reason to have these split across three separate tapes or three separate sides. And each side has, like, an, its own intro, and it's weird. Um, so there's some really good songs on it um, that you can find, but, like, as an entire, like, work of art or work of music, it's it's weird to me, <laughs> to say the least. But it's good. It's good. So check it out if you like Lady Gaga, or especially later or earlier Lady Gaga. Go check it out. Um, next I have Bear With Me by Justine Skye, um, really just kind of basic, moody, um, R&B, if you're into that kind of R&B, like I am, go listen to it, it's really just kind of run in the middle, there's nothing too crazy on it, which is why it's not in my notable albums, um, but yeah, if you're into that kind of R&B, listen to it, it's, it's really good, it's, it came out recently, I believe it came out two Fridays ago, so on the 9th, um, so it's new, so again, I could be just riding the new high, but go check that out. Um, six Piece Hot EP by Black, um, otherwise spelled as Six Lack, if you know that way. This came out literally last night. Um, and I know that I'm pretty confident in saying that unless eight albums come out that are better than this, um, which I doubt in the rest of 20, 2020, um, this will be on my top 10 of the of the year. It's insanely good. And the only reason I don't have it on my notable albums is because, again, it literally came out last night. Um, but it's six songs. Two of them, he released the singles already. If you like Black and you like the music he makes and you like that kind of like smooth R&B, um, darker, a little bit darker R&B, um, go check that out. Um, Introspection by Umi, spelled U-M-I. I was... I, I, did not know who she was until last night when she released an album and I got um I saw a tweet by that same Twitter account recommending it. That's really good R and B album and I listened to it. It's really, 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 really good. Um I just need to sit with it for a little bit longer. It's really short, thank God. Um Again, I love short albums. I love like perfectly 
like timed albums love it i think it's like maybe half an hour with like maybe eight to nine songs it's really good really really well put together i could be butchering that those numbers but um it's really concise which i like um and yeah again just another r&b <laughs> r&b songs Tris is doing what she does it's it the, the sounds aren't very traditional in terms of r&b um which is good it makes it more interesting to listen to but yeah go check that out um people who <laughs> if i if i if i'm assuming that i know that some of the people who listen to this first episode i know some of you guys are probably there are two albums that you guys are probably yelling for me to mention and it's the, these two um the first being eternal atake by lil uzi and uh i <laughs> i put this album on here which is funny because i didn't actually listen to the entire album because I cannot listen to that much Lil Uzi music at once. It's impossible. I can't do it. I'm trap music out. I can I cannot do it at all. I don't I don't think I took any songs. Well, again, I haven't listened to it in its entirety. So it could be great. And people have been saying it's great. However, I listened to maybe the first I don't know, 5 or 6 songs and I just had to turn it off. I just my brain just could not handle that much sameness repetition in terms of like style and like Uzi to me is just i need a Uzi song to be fan like amazing like flawless for me to like it at this point just because like the sound is so like ingrained in my head like i feel like i feel like if a song is mediocre at, at least then i've heard it before if that makes sense like it needs to be spectacular it needs to be different somehow um so yeah it's eternal otake um if you're into like trap music you've heard it already obviously it was one of the biggest albums released this year if somehow you got you were in a coma or something and you just woke up, um Uzi finally released Eternal Atake, so go check that out. Um Next I have Circles by Mac Miller. From what I understand, this album, a lot of people love this album, especially especially if they love Mac Miller, um, who um who obviously is no longer with us, um, passed away due to some complications with drug use, I believe. Um, a few a couple years ago. Um, I have never been a big Mac Miller fan personally. Um, I don't dislike him at all. Um, and in fact, I think My Divine Feminine is a really great album, but not necessarily because of Mac Miller, but because of the music that he made with it. If that makes sense, like I like it's really jazzy, and I like that in terms of like rap. I like jazzy rap. I like jazzy music. Um. So that album's really good, and go back and check, if you haven't heard of My Divine Feminine, go check that that album out by Mac Miller as well. But I didn't listen to this album again in its entirety because I'm not the biggest Mac Miller fan. I wasn't really attached to his death as much as a lot of his fans are, which, I mean, obviously, it makes sense. Um, so I, didn't, I don't really hold this album to a very high regard, um, personally, even though I in all the circles that I follow in terms of music, a lot of people love this album. So if you like Mac Miller, um, if you like, if you've heard his name in passing and you're like, Oh, I think I knew who that is. Um, check it out. Really good. Like really good music. Just not necessarily for me. Um, and the last three we have these three. Hopefully I can go through very quickly just to finish this up before an hour. Um, we have a written testimony by J electronica. Um, I remember like listening to some hip hop podcasts myself, and there's always this name that kind of popped up every once in a while, J Electronica, J Electronica. And I looked for him, and he doesn't have any, like, really, like, actual albums out before this. So this was, like, his debut album. And one of the big gripes that 
some a lot of hip-hop heads have said and a lot of gripes and a big gripe that i had was that um it is insanely preachy oh my god it's like i'm at a sermon it is it's absurd it is absolutely absurd um and like jay-z's all over this damn thing it's basically it's it's essentially a a jay-z and jay latronica thing which isn't a bad thing because jay-z's amazing but like I don't know. It, it, if you like, it's rappy rap. It's preachy rap, it's chopper rap. If you like that kind of stuff, listen to it. Um, then we have Changes by Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I remember, I think it was earlier this year, Justin Bieber tweeted out or announced something that he was like, he was going to do like an R&B album, which I was like, oh, you know, like R&B, that's my shit. So, so I, I, know, I know he can make good R&B music, or at least I think he can make good R&B music. So I'd really, I'd relatively high hopes going into this album, which really backfired because this album is really bad. Um, it's like really bad. If you like Justin Bieber music, then you'll probably like it. But if you're even on the fence about him and his music, you will not like this album at all. It's just not good. It's super repetitive, not inventive at all. Definitely not even R&B. It's just like the same boring pop that he's done all the time. Which is fine if you like it, but... If you're not, if you want something new, dude, just stay away from this album, please. I listened to it once, and I was like, all right, yeah, that's all I need, and I just cut it. And then last, we have Meet the Woo um, by Pop Smoke. Um, he's, I remember when I first heard him, it was on um, Travis Scott's, it was on the Jack Boys Project, which I guess it was on the Jack Boys Project, um, and his voice was weird to me. I'm not, I didn't like it at first, but as I started listening to more of his music, I started to, it started growing me a lot, and I like, adore it now, God rest his soul, um, for any of you who don't know who Popsmoke is somehow, um, New York City rapper, um, really, 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 really making waves in a lot of ways, just a lot of really good collaborations, a lot of, um, high regards from people in the entire rap community, and he was, um, shot and killed in his home, I believe, was it early this year or late last year? Cannot remember, my, my sense of time is knocked off, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I put this on here because I need to give this another few listens to really, really appreciate it more. Because his voice is really, really, really deep. It's really, really weird. It's a lot. It's um, is it Chicago Drill? God, I'm gonna butcher that. Um, but the kind of music that he makes is it's 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 very hard. It's very very hard hitting rap music, which has its place. And I wasn't really in the vibe for it probably, which is why I didn't like it in the first place. But now I'm more looking to different kinds of music um, that I think I'd like. Then I need to give this one another listen. But it's very notable. Um, if you start listening to it and you like it, keep listening. Um, if you if you start listening to it and you don't like it, just turn it off because you're not gonna like it. But but yeah, I mean that's the last of the albums I kind of thought I should mention a little bit. Um, yeah, and that makes it up for this episode. Hopefully you guys liked it. Sorry for running so long. I kind of hopefully the others the episodes in the future will not run this long um again that's kind of one of why i want to do multiple episodes in a week so i could split it up and make it a lot easier to listen to um definitely a lot easier to digest a maybe 30 minute podcast 20 30 minute podcast instead of an hour of me talking to you or rather talking to a microphone for maybe somebody to listen to for an hour straight um yeah thank you um for sticking around if you have um hopefully i can talk to you at a later date um about music that i love yeah thank you